Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Hello again, friends. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock Central columnist Scott Davis for a look at Gamecock basketball right now. Scott, good to be with you again. Our first podcast of 2017. How are you, man? I'm doing good, Emerson. It's a pleasure to be talking to you. I hope you had a good new year. And it's a pleasure to be talking about South Carolina Gamecocks being undefeated in Southeastern Conference play and basketball heading into a monumental game against Florida tonight as well as a matchup with Kentucky this coming weekend. It's a huge week for this team. Sure is. Gamecocks ranked in the top 25 in the nation. South Carolina back into the top 25 after falling out of the top 25 after Cinderius Thornwell served that six-game suspension. So all signs are go now for Gamecock basketball, and it is a huge week. Like you said, it's got a couple of nationally ranked opponents. Florida is in the top 20. Kentucky is in the top six. The Gamecocks will host Florida. 6.30 tonight at the CLA and then at Kentucky on Saturday, like you said, Scott. So Carpe Diem is the uh, headline of your column this week, Scott, and you, you've raised some interesting points right off the bat, and I want to share a story with you. I, I was listening to uh, Sports Talk Radio in Columbia here. I was, I was in a car yesterday, in fact, and I heard uh, the local Sports Talk host asking Gamecock fans why they weren't more excited about this men's basketball team that's ranked in the top 25, unbeaten in SEC play, like you said, and has a real chance to 
make the NCAA tournament and become the first South Carolina team to do that since 2004. 13-year drought, as you point out in your column this week, Scott. So a woman called in and said that she felt like uh, the reason there's not more excitement around Gamecock basketball right now is because of the way last season ended, the way it went down, the way South Carolina missed out on the NCAA tournament a year ago. So you start your column this week, Scott, talking about how many wins will it take for the Gamecocks to get into March Madness this year? That's a $64,000 question right now. It really is. That That is the question. And 24 wins was not enough to get it done last year. You won 11 games in the SEC. You beat Clemson on the road. And somehow or another – still did not find your way into the NCAA tournament. It, it was one of the most surprising results I can ever remember as a sports fan, and I've been watching sports for 35 years. and uh, Just a very strange outcome and a disappointing one for South Carolina and their fans. And as far as why Gamecock fans maybe haven't jumped on the bandwagon at this point, I, I think it's fair to to point out this team, this program, just simply has not uh, been able to get much done, and, and it's been a really a 30-, 35-year time period in which they've struggled to uh, produce anything more than a mediocre product. There's just no doubt about it. When you've gone 13 years as a major college program in the SEC without making the NCAA tournament, you haven't won an NCAA tournament game in multiple decades um, I, I just, I don't think it's the fans' fault for, for not making Colonial Life Arena a raucous environment, although I hope they do that tonight and we need them to. I just think this team has really struggled over the last several decades. It's, there's no other way to put it. It's been an eternity since they've won an NCAA tournament game. So, uh, that's why I'm excited about it. I've been a South Carolina basketball fan for a long time and, and I know it takes a backseat to football and, and in this at this university, even to baseball to, to a degree, because the baseball program has been by far the most successful major uh, sport at, at the university. But it's time for South Carolina basketball to step forward, and that's what I'm hoping to see this week. And I, I really think they have an opportunity right now to put this program in a good the future. All right, Scott, the Gamecocks certainly need a split this week with the home game against Florida and a road game at Kentucky. You feel like the Gamecocks need to win one of those two 24 wins a year ago for the Gamecocks, 10-6 and six in the SEC in a regular season, and they went 1-1 one and one in the SEC tournament, and that was not enough to get South Carolina in. So you feel like uh, you know win this week of a nationally ranked team, either Florida or Kentucky, give the Gamecocks a, a pretty good resume heading into the rest of the year, and it's time for South Carolina to seize the day. Scott, that's the theme of the article this week and that's the bottom line it is and you know they're already off to a good start for goodness sakes they've already beaten georgia this year something they could not do last year under any circumstances and so you know you did look at it last year and say hey if i don't lose to georgia three times once at home once on the road and once in the sec tournament i'm probably going to the big dance so they did go on the road and and win in athens they already have two SEC road wins under their belt, but still a long way to go. They've got seven SEC road games left, and as we know, even if the SEC is not the greatest basketball conference in America, it's hard to win on the road in this league, and 
So they've got there, there's plenty plenty left to do. Even if they get the job done tonight against Florida, there's a long way to go. But a win tonight would be a, a huge statement for them. And I just think the fan base needs it right now. It's been a rough couple of, of weeks for South Carolina fans for a variety of reasons. And this basketball team has an opportunity to put this fan base on its back and carry them to a, to a better place. And, and hopefully they will. Yeah, I think a win over Florida and Gamecock fans will start to wake up a little bit and get behind this team. Crowds have been pretty good this year. You know, Frank Martin pointed out that uh, – the Gamecocks are 19th in the nation in attendance this year. And he made mm-hmm. the comment that the first game that he coached at South Carolina, he remembered he could hear a fan across the court talking on his cell phone. <laughs> so so the crowds have improved. And Frank Martin, uh, obviously the architect of this Gamecock men's basketball team. This is Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips, with Gamecock Central columnist Scott Davis, Carpe DM, the column that Scott has up on Gamecock Central this week. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast for free anywhere you receive cell phone service you can find the app on the app store and on google play to subscribe to our podcast search for gamecock central radio you'll find us on itunes soundcloud and other popular services or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com scott 1973 was the last time that south carolina men won a game in the ncaa tournament hard to believe that frank mcguire was on the sidelines the last time the gamecocks won a game during march madness yeah it's i i mean emerson i was born in 1973 and i'm extremely old so that's how long we're talking about here. And uh, it, it's just, as I said, it's been so long for this program. And I, I think there's an element of, of the Gamecock fan base that kind of considers this to be a basketball school, to have a, a rich tradition in basketball because of that Frank McGuire era, which I talk about in the column. And it was a special time, and I do believe – those teams resonated with the fans maybe more than any other in, in the university's sports history. But the fact is, if you really look at the numbers, as you say, it's been over 40 years since this team has worked an NCAA tournament game. It's been 13 years since they've been to the NCAA tournament. And so that's why I think it's very important this week that they show that they're taking a step forward. And it, the time is now. It's time to, to, to make a move. Frank Martin's the right coach. These players are the right players. And so I think I think they need to take a step forward this week. And I, I believe that tonight they have a special opportunity to put this program on solid footing. Scott, you mentioned in your column this week that Frank McGuire's basketball teams, they have a certain mysticism about them. People talk about these Gamecock teams from 50 years ago in a very interesting way and in a way that you know people don't even really revere the back-to-back national championship teams. Frank McGuire never won a national title, never made a Final Four at South Carolina, but mm-hmm. his teams, his basketball teams in the late 60s and early 70s are still revered. Yeah, they, they just really connected with the fans of this state. You know, there's a there's a, a lot of stories that, are, that were told about, you know, how people – started to see basketball hoops being erected on the sides of garages or houses in the late 60s in this state, and they'd never seen that before, and how kids used to uh, uh, do the sign of the cross because that's what a lot, when they went to take free throws because that's what a lot of the, the players from New York who were Catholics who came to play for South Carolina used to do before they took free throws. And so 
that team was special. It, it remains special to South Carolina fans and always has been. And, and I think that is because of that, I know that basketball can succeed here. And I know that people in this state care about it. And I just think they've been waiting for a team to pull for. And I think these guys may be it. Younger Gamecock fans listening today may not be aware that Gamecock fans' first love was basketball. And Scott Davis points that out in his column this week on Gamecock Central. Scott, huge week for Gamecock basketball. A lot of folks feel like this is the team that can end that 13-year drought, get back to the NCAA tournament, and not only that, possibly win a tournament game. I know Joe Lenardi, the bracketologist from ESPN, has got the Gamecocks a number seven seed right now. And if the Gamecocks continue to win conference games, certainly if they have a good week this week against Florida, Kentucky, they could end up a much higher seed than that. So optimism is high around Gamecock basketball, and this is going to be a huge week to determine just how far the Gamecocks can go. It is, and, and optimism should be high. I mean, they're they're in the top 25, as you mentioned earlier. They're hovering near the top 25 in the RP. which the last five, six years has really become the critical indicator of whether or not you're going to make the tournament or not. And that's what hurt them last year. I think the tournament committee felt that they had not played a great strength of schedule. I still feel like winning 24 games and um, having a a strong record in the SEC should get you into the tournament. They felt otherwise. And that's why until they actually are announced as being in there, I don't think any Gamecock fan will breathe a sigh of relief until it's officially done. So that's why this week's huge, especially this Florida game at home. You need to take care of business, really, every game at home for, from here on out for the rest of the season and mix in some road wins when you can. And uh, Hopefully the Gamecocks will have a little bit better showing in the SEC tournament this year. That's been a house of horrors for them in basketball as it has in baseball. They just struggle and in that setting so there's still a long way to go but this is a big week i'm excited about it i get the feeling a lot of gamecock fans are excited about it and the main thing is this fan base wants to pull for somebody they really want to uh, have a winner that they can put their hearts and their minds and their souls behind and uh, they want it to be this team And so we'll see what happens tonight. All right, Scott, you and I have talked exclusively football until today. This is our first basketball podcast. So good to be talking hoops with you, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks very much. Sounds very good, Emerson. Talk to you later. He's Scott Davis, and I'm Emerson Phillips. Carpe diem, Gamecocks hosting Florida, 6.30 Wednesday, and a 6 o'clock tip Saturday at Kentucky. A couple of top 25 matchups for Gamecock men's basketball. And this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, It's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three 
and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-427 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.